Uh, I'm here. Sorry about that. I cut out, Brian. You're good. We'll go right you're into doing it. Good. You're doing really good. I was pretty impressed. Oh, thanks, bud. I appreciate it. I talk a lot. <laughs> to, to be fair, I, I talk a lot. But you know what? I like this as an opening. We'll go into a cold opening on this, sort of. Uh, my name is Jake Thomas. I'll be the host of uh, hopefully a pretty fun podcast. Uh, it's I think we're going to call it the Experimental Dynasty League podcast or Experimental Dynasty podcast. Uh, and essentially, this is just going to be another medium to where me and a buddy, uh, thankfully, Brian Hubble has agreed, maybe not agreed all the way, to be my co-host <laughs> on this journey to where we're just going to go through this league that we are in together. He's our commissioner of this uh, this league, so he's incredibly involved. Uh, we'll just go through league matchups, league trades, uh, and then hopefully just have a fun time roasting each other and then our friends along the way. Brian, do you want to chime in a little bit here, bud? Yeah, I'm just really excited and uh, look forward to talking about this league with y'all. Okay, awesome. Brian, would you like to – so the people who are – all of our people who are going to be listening at home, would you like to give a, a brief overview of what this Dynasty League is for our, like for us, general rules and the people who are in it? Yes, but I'll start back in seventh grade. Uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, I had a class with uh, Mr. Shaw. He was uh, he was a jokester, but he was always good with the uh, student morale. So he always wanted to uh, do little things. And one of the things he did was uh, start a fantasy league in seventh grade. And I remember Bo Guffey was the first one to win that league. And we kind of kept on going on through eighth all the way through senior year high school even the first couple of years of college however the league started to get stagnant because it's a $20 buy-in people stopped caring as much came up with an idea Logan is my brother also uh, commissioner uh, about this league and uh, experimental dynasty league and our our goal of to make the league was the things that we always thought should be done in a fantasy league, let's do it now and hope we get the people to join. Uh, do, You've do got you the people. Who? You've got the people, Brian. It's honestly pretty impressive of who's joined. I know the people you basically invited uh, within this league were those who were about it. Uh, who had been in your previous leagues, you know, throughout, you know, always since middle school, like you were saying. Uh, just finding the ones that were pretty involved, the ones who had a passion about it and tried to assim- like, assemble uh, 12 guys who really cared and, and wanted to go go to war basically every week. So that's that's kind of where I came from. It's a lot of people kind of within your you and Logan's friend group that uh, brought this group of guys together. Yeah, it's been pretty impressive. I've been really uh, proud of the commitment of the 12 people. Everybody, but uh, we've only had one orphan so far, one orphan league, one dropout. But actually, your brother took it over, and he's done a really good job bringing it back. I don't want to give him too much credit because he just changed his group me person to or his avatar to Sam Presti. But yeah, he hasn't made the playoffs yet, so he he doesn't (laughs) get much credit. No, this uh, this will be the fourth year of the league, correct? This will be the fourth. uh, Yeah, fourth year. The first year, the champion was uh, Ronaldo, and then mm-hmm. la- uh, 2020 was Caden, and then 2021 was Yash. And then Logan has actually had a runner-up place all three years, so he's uh, just been in second place and choked at the last second every time. Mm-hmm. 
we don't need to talk about where I finished out in it. This is, I'll, I'll get to <laughs> that, that, That's a related discussion. It's fine. Yeah, I'm totally unrelated. Um, the can, premise of this, <laughs> what, what, Brian? We can start with how the, uh, how we actually started the league, though. Sure, go uh, ahead. So we have a FAB um, startup draft, and we have, it's, it was an online auction with 22 rounds at the time, and everyone got $250. And you got to bid on your players in his dynasty. And so how our dynasty works is that you can keep every single starter that you want and starter, you can choose who's your starter, but then you can also keep as many players who have not completed their fourth season of the NFL yet. And so how the startup draft was is since we were starting up, all the players were in here and we were just bidding on them. And Looking back on that day, there were some definite steals and also I was an idiot. An incredible idiot. I had no idea what I was doing. I, My I, team I, was ancient. They all, they're all dead now. They don't play football anymore. It was, but it's been fun on the reverse end of this, though, being so far down in the league and trying to claw your way back up. And so that's been that, – that has its own set of challenges, but it's been fun to get to know the guys in the league through trying to trade with them and whatnot. But Yeah, so that, that's, that's definitely – I think what separates our league is the trades themselves mm-hmm. because we definitely want people to trade as much as possible. Like, we want there to be as much ex- experimental or creativity as possible. Uh, there's a lot of excitement. I think a portion of it that – brings out that creativity is uh, as you mentioned earlier you keep your starters as many guys as you want who have not completed their fourth year you get one extra bench slot uh for that player so you know if you have all your starters lined out and you've got one guy that's playing six years deep now you can add him to your bench but other than that that's about it uh it's a super flex league half point ppr uh, no defense it's a, is that idp is that what it's called Brian? yeah it's for idp basically players. we have a safety a defensive back or, sorry, a defensive back, defensive lineman, and a linebacker. Right. All right. Uh, I so, think uh, that, that, that summarizes, for the most part, what the league is. Uh, do you have anything else you want to say about it? No, I was looking back at the uh, 2019 draft, and there were some interesting uh, bids, such as um, Kenny Galladay for $26. That's an interesting one. Oh, that was back Bell. when he was good. Yeah, Le'Veon Bell, $52 that was mine. to you. Yeah, that was mine. I know for a fact I remember that one. That, man, looking back on it, and it, you almost wish you knew a player's trajectory, especially during that period of time when they were good and, you know, you think they're going to be a solid athlete or a solid player for years to come. And then they just, like Le'Veon, it's age cut up with them fast, whether it was age or if it was him trying to get the bag and he didn't really care anymore. But, you know, all that to say <sighs> – there's just so much you could wish you could go back and go do now that you obviously can't, but that that's the fun of fantasy. And that's why people make the trades that we do in this league. Uh, we're, we're always trying to build the best young core or old uh, playoff roster that we can possibly make. So, yeah, we can, uh, I guess we can finish through the rule book or just uh, how, what this league is. Yeah. Um, go ahead, bud. So interesting things of ours is obviously we have our startup draft that I said that we happened in 2019. However, um, so the other drafts that we have is the annual rookie draft. Uh, and this is basically a, just as you know, rookies coming in. Uh, but And the draft order is off of a lottery system. So if you are one of the six teams that don't make the playoffs, then you will 
uh, Beals being the lottery, and it's obviously weighted just like the NPA. And then the uh, 7 through 12 picks are actually fixed order. And then our next draft that we have every year is the uh, annual de developmental draft, which you can draft a high school player or a college player. And we have yet to have a high school player, but it's always a possibility. We've gotten close a few times, especially with Quinn Ewers. <laughs> and I was very interested to see if someone would do that, but no one has up to this point. It was Quinn or uh, the Manning, the Manning kid. I knew right. they were. I knew he had a he had quite a bit of uh, he had kind of a big following on the internet. So I, I, I kind of assumed someone might pick him up. But that didn't happen either. Yeah, I thought I thought it was going to happen. Maybe if we had a couple of picks each year, but no one has done it yet. Yeah. And then our final draft that we have every year is the annual free agency draft, which is basically all the players that weren't kept through each year. Mm -hmm. Goes into a pool, and you're able to bid on those players in the online draft. Uh, did you mention the dynasty or the developmental draft that we have, Brian? Yeah, the developmental is the uh, high school and college. How that order gets uh, picked? Is... You said that. I'm sorry. I was thinking yeah. rookie. Well, My bad. Well, no, the, how how the order gets picked though is every single year we have a blind auction. So you just get a bid once on every single pick that you have, and the highest bid, uh, you get first place all the way through twelfth. And it's kind of been interesting seeing the. Uh, the evolution of the money in that aspect mm -hmm. because our first year was 2019 of the developmental draft and i actually won the uh, the blind auction at 43 dollars this year <laughs> that's ridiculous <laughs> now thank you about it this year the number one pick had a bid 213 dollars what did what did the 11th overall pick get how much did they have to bid for that for which year? That this last year, forty five dollars. So see, literally, literally, second to last pick wouldn't even. Or sorry, they, the first overall would, pick whenever you did it, nothing. Pick. Yes, that's insane. Yes, yeah, so it's very it's, interesting. I, th it is interesting understanding like how you spend money throughout the year and how that comes into play because also uh, to to try to prevent just from hoarding money at the end of the year. Uh, Brian and Logan also developed a system to where your the FAAB money allotment that you have at the end of the year just gets cut in half. So you can take half of it into next year. Um, and then every free spot that you have on your team or every open bench spot that you have, you get an additional $10. So there are strategies that, that you can implement to try and gain more money throughout the year. You also, uh, for your developmental round pick, you also uh, get an extra $100 that you can put towards that, or as Brian mentioned, put $43 towards it, get the last overall pick, and then you carry the, uh, the remainder of your money, the other $57 into the, the season. We actually had a, uh, a rule change this last year of where the money is not going to be cut in half anymore. Oh, I, didn't, I don't remember that. What is it now? Yeah, it's 100%. You get to keep all your money. Oh, do you really? Yep. No, that's not fair, dude. Chris has three hundred dollars already. Yeah, but at the same time, at that, at what point do you does three hundred thirty dollars get you? Because well, it's you can, like because it's you can like get the, go ahead. You can get higher in the developmental. You can get the top uh, free agent player, which is at this year Devin Singletary. But we've increased the roster spot so much where I think we're up to twenty twenty six twenty eight plus two. So. 
Good Lord. So you can actually keep up to 30, 30 players on your roster with the IR. So there's well, really no I one mean, on, on the waiver wire. No, the waiver wire is kind of a barren landscape now with how many people we have. I mean, you can still make pickups. Like the other day, Easton dropped David Bell. I was able to get him. I, so, I, mean, I tried to get him too, but I didn't bid enough. I was hoping no one would see. Yeah, I, I saw it slip through. But you know what, uh, Brian, That's thank pretty, you for I think we did a good job explaining the league altogether. Yeah. It's fun. It's it's a lot of fun though. I'm sure that we'll as as this league goes on, we'll talk about the little uh, little things that we do to make it a little different or make it competitive and keep it fun. Um, and then this year, actually, I guess one last thing. This year we split the teams up into pods. So Brian, would you like to explain the pod system? Yes. And so how this pod system this is brand new. We actually just drafted the brand pod. spanking new baby. Actually drafted the pod, specifically draft, as in, so the last place person of the regular season of the year before, and then the 11th place and the 10th place all gets their, all get to pick their pods. And the so, first pick of the pod. First pick of the pod. And then, and then all, and so Jake um, had, or not Jake, um, who Jason. had the first? Jason. Jason. Uh, Jason didn't have it. Yeah, it did. Or was it, it was either Jason or Ron, but I'm pretty sure it was Jason. No, it was who had definitely it. Jason. Jason picked the first pick as uh, Caden in his pod. And then oh. you went Keegan. Yes. And then uh, Ron went. <laughs> I forgot who he went. It was pretty funny. It was he pretty went up. Ricky. I think he went Ricky right off the bat. Like he <laughs> was coming for blood right off the bat. <laughs> right off the bat. <laughs> That's right. Did he pick. Yeah, he must have picked Ricky, and then Ricky picked Yash. Yeah, Ricky was, or yeah, Ricky was like, "I'm not an idiot. I have to, I have to pick someone. Else. I'm not going to pick Ryan right off the bat." Yeah, but that that pot is, a, as we were talking about earlier today, is a bloodbath. But, uh, but yes, sorry, keep keep going, Brian. So yeah, the my favorite favorite other part about that pod uh, drafting was that Keegan um had a little too much to drink and he decided to do a random name generator i was so pissed <laughs> just a quick side note i was gone camping and so i sent brian who i wanted in my pod essentially i gave him like a list of two or three people maybe just two and i was like i either want Caden or keegan essentially because i want my i want to have a chance because at this point in time i was trying to make a playoff run uh and the way the pods are set up that uh, it's two people, right? The top two scores, or is it just the top score in each? So, one? so basically, there's three pods. The winner of each pod will will go on to the playoffs, and then the highest two rank or record out of the other people who didn't win their pod make the playoffs, and then the sixth player is actually who has the most points that hadn't made the that hasn't made the playoffs up to that point. Got it. Yeah. Well, I was. Hey, thank you, Brian. But I was really trying to make a push this year. I had done a lot of off-season uh, trades to try to really push my team forward. Uh, so I really did not want someone that was solid right off the bat. So no offense to Kega, but Keegan Keegan was a lesser team. At least he's projected to, to be this year. And he freaking did a random name generator for his pick instead of trying to pick someone who probably wouldn't have had a, a – the, the, the best season now granted the the rest of the teams that are in here are all pretty much playoff teams but i was really hoping he'd put a little bit more effort into it and he didn't but i didn't see any of this and <laughs> until i got back home from camping and i mean it was it was hilarious leave it to keegan to do something like that it was, it was hilarious 
It was it was pretty hilarious trying to get a hold of him on draft night of the or not uh, pod drafting night of our pre- trophy uh, presentation mm-hmm. uh, that Yash now holds the trophy to. But in hindsight, Keegan pig because we had a blockbuster trade today. We'll get to, we'll get to that towards the towards the end. But that I thought the same thing, Brian. I was kind of pissed that I had made my trade after I saw that you decided to to do yours. But anyways, okay, sorry. We'll just a quick rundown of each pod. Uh, there's three of them. Uh, in the first division, it's Jason's Filthy Pod with uh, with Logan Hubble, Easton Hubble, uh, Jason Hoagland, and Caden Kennedy. Uh, next pod is Jake's Jumping Beans. It's my pod with I'm not, I don't know everybody's last names. Some of these are your friends. Uh, we have Chris, <laughs> Chris Papak. Chris Papak, uh, if you can get a hold of him, good for you. Uh, me, Jake <laughs> Thomas, Brian Hubble, your co-host, and then Keegan. Uh, and then in the final division, we have Ron and his grunts with Ricky, Ryan, Yash, and then Ron Ronaldo himself. So three, three pretty fun pods. Uh, one in particular, Ron and his grunts, is an incredibly competitive pod now, now especially after this trade. Uh, I would say Jake's Jumping Beans probably has the – Chris probably has the easiest probability of making it to the playoffs now, uh, given the shakeup that we've had. And then Jason's pond with your brother and then, or I guess both your brothers, because Caden's not, he just doesn't have the ability to really make moves this year, uh, given he's traded all his picks away. Caden has sold his soul for, uh, for that the win two years ago. <laughs> He, he gave it all, but he won. He won, so that's great for him. But uh, it's looking like that one's probably going to be Logan versus Easton. And Logan is, as you said earlier, he's won the – or it's not one, excuse me, come in second place three years in a row. So I'm interested he's, to see how it shakes up altogether. He's, he's gearing up for another second-place run. I, I think so. We, we might as well write it down. But we'll go over, we'll go over the week one matchups now. Uh, this was labeled. Do you know why it was labeled Rivalry Week for the very, yes, very first so, week? So when we did the uh, new pods, I made sure that we had to play each other or each put each person in your own pod twice. And so how I was able to do is make Week One, Two, and Three a Rivalry Week, if I remember correctly. And oh, okay. so, but then it, it filtered out basically. And then once the first three weeks hit, you play everyone else once. And, and your own pod ones. But the, the first three weeks are rivalry week, as in they're the special matchups to start the season. Okay, that makes, that makes more sense now. I see, I thought for some, like somehow we had set it up so Keegan was my rival. I don't know how we did that, but I was fine with it. <laughs> I, I, I love Keegan. I texted him actually after, afterwards, all, you know, all the trades and stuff went through, and I was like, I'm just, I'm looking out for you, bud, after Dak went down. But either way, uh, <laughs> The matchups this week went me versus Keegan. Uh, I pulled it out by 13 points, thankfully. Uh, it it got a lot, it got pretty close towards the end, especially with freaking Ryan Suckup just absolutely drilling field goals left and right. But my team was able to to pull it out even with the, the injury to Dak Prescott. Uh, it got a little shaky, uh, basically, especially this first week. If you drafted someone high and early, like in terms of receivers like A.J. Brown or Cooper Cup or Jamar Chase, you did really well. But if you tried to take a flyer on a, a younger receiver, whether it was like Elijah Mitchell, Mitchell, Rashad Bateman, or something like that, 
uh, it did not pan out very well. And that's, I'm in an eternal rebuilding state. So I just have a lot of young guys and they did not do super hot. I was pretty impressed with Saquon Barkley this week, though. I saw 33.9 points in our league. Saquon oh, I guess, Barkley. I guess we should have mentioned that. Uh, how our league scores is we have a half point PPR and a half point uh, per first down. Awesome. Mm-hmm. I forget about the first down every time. Yeah. I, I was that, in a... Go ahead. That, that basically gave Barkley three and a half extra points this week. No, you're, you're, yeah, you're right. I forget that, man, how much uh, full point PPR kind of sucks because I was in another league and I was going against Javante Williams and ESPN had it set up that I had a 99% chance of winning before that game. And then Javante got 11 catches and just completely ruined me after that. Yeah, especially after he was just getting those drop down passes for negative two yards. and I was getting – I was infuriated, Brian. I was in the living room just lit. My buddy Ray doesn't even play fantasy. Like, I, I had to talk him into joining this league, basically. And he was asking me questions last night on how he picks up people from the waiver wire. And I got beat by him because Javante Williams was just catching balls left to drive. But it was it's still fun. It, it, it was still fun. That's uh, the beauty of fantasy. You never know who's going to win. Absolutely, absolutely never know who's going to win. Uh, next matchup, we had the Troutman, Logan versus Jason. Uh, Logan kind of creamed Jason. 163-135. Logan kind of creamed Jason, 163-135. Logan, 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 Log
Ricky won 194 to 93. And yes, that is a 101 point difference. He over doubled him up. That is absolutely devastating. That yeah. that that breaks my heart into. Does is Ron have a lot of picks going into the future? He's got a good amount of picks, yes, he does. Okay. Yeah, he's got I a good amount of picks. So. He doesn't have the youth though on his team. That's his biggest issue. I can't remember off the top of my head because I'm just looking at the matchup view right now on uh, my tablet. But mm-hmm. I thought he had multiple picks in our rookie draft this year. Now, granted, it wasn't a super strong rookie class, but I thought he had a couple picks in it. He he, he has Rashad White, Christian Watson, Kenny Pickett, Chris Olave, and Garrett Wilson. Okay, so he's got two pretty solid receivers that'll hopefully emerge. One is very dependent on the Jets' quarterback situation, but. Okay. Yeah, and then he, he's got a flyer in Christian Watson and Rashad White. I mean, Kenny mm-hmm. Pickett could start in the next this year, honestly. Yeah, that's true. I forgot he got him from Easton. Uh, and then Ricky's team is just a uh, – yeah, they're, they're pretty good. He's got a pretty good team, Ricky does. Yep. He, needs to, yeah. he needs to calm down a little bit. It's He's getting a, a little bit older. But, I mean, this team is going to be able to compete for at least another two years. So, Yeah, his he's biggest gonna... thing is if uh, – Cooper Cup and uh, Devontae Adams keep up and Russell Wilson. I mean, he's got about two, three more years. Mixon mm-hmm. is kind of getting up there in age. Not really old, but he's definitely not a he's, youth anymore. Was he 26? Is that right? Yeah, something like that. I think uh, – I know he – 2017, he was still at OU, so yep. it's been about four or five years now. He's getting to the point where he's going to start declining. I mean, a lot. you're going to see that with a lot of the running backs that are kind of leading the pack right now, but – yeah, for right, for right now, Josh can have his time in the sun right now. Or not Josh, excuse me, Ricky. Just you wait, Ricky. We're coming. <laughs> yeah, well, so I guess uh, I guess we can move on and talk about my matchup, my uh, devastating matchup. I scored 133 points versus Chris's uh, 158. This is probably uh, one of the first real matchups that we have uh, because projected-wise, it's only about two points apart. Uh, you have a good team. Chris has a good team. Uh, this was one to kind of look out for throughout the week or throughout this week, and it it didn't really go your favor. It really did, and a lot of that is just I have greatly built my team on some of the running backs, especially Alvin Kamara, Christian McCaffrey, and Dalvin Cook, and all three of those were projected roughly around sixty or so, and they only scored thirty eight, thirty nine. So whenever you lose twenty two points. That's that. That's gonna take care of it. Also, not including that Chris Godwin hurt his hamstring and couldn't play the whole game. Uh, how much longer is he out for again? Uh, they said not as bad as it could have been next week. That's reassuring. It doesn't help <laughs> that Ricky has Pat Mahomes, Joe Burrow, Kyle Pitts, DeAndre Swift, AJ Brown. He he just has a he's got a pretty stacked team. Yeah, Chris Chris really dominates with the uh, Pat Mahomes and Joe Burrow, and mm-hmm. he's had Trevor Lawrence. Yeah, I thankfully I was able to to grab him from Caden because Caden traded. We we do a lot of trades in this league, and especially team uh, players on mine and Caden's they're pretty fluid. They move around pretty pretty easily. <laughs> We're basically between between on both our teams. two teams. <laughs> We just uh, – we're kind of addicted to trading uh, a little bit. I mean, it could have been worse. Brian T. Higgins had a bad game. He could have really put it on you, but – Yeah, it could have definitely been worse. You'll have better days, though. Well, not anymore uh, after your trade. Yeah, after your well, trade. <laughs> we can talk about that here in a minute. 
right. I don't know how much we need to talk about Caden and Easton's. Caden uh, Caden's in a rough spot right now. He basically traded his soul and all his players away this year for uh, developmental guys next year. Uh, he should have a couple of really good guys coming in. He's got Keyshawn Bout and uh, I forgot Addison. Something Addison, the guy from USC, oh, Jordan that's Addison. just going off. Yeah, Jordan Addison, that's playing incredibly well. Will Levis and someone else. So, yeah, he's, he's also got uh, Sean Tucker. Yeah, as like the top seven, eight, maybe running back right now uh, in that draft. But he's he's on the road to recovery. Hopefully, he sold he sold a lot this year. So he's just basically. You just get to play. You just get to play Kate and have a good time every week. He's in recovery. He may be the only person I beat this year. <laughs> well, I wouldn't say that, Brian. You never know what could happen, especially in this league. I mean, you get halfway through the halfway through the year, and someone goes, "All right, you know what? Screw it. I'm just going to rebuild." Yeah, they start trading it. everything away. You it only took one game, but usually yeah, people guess- go a little further. So I guess we can talk about the trade that's happening. We've got today. we've got one more we've got one more team. But oh, not yes, a lot we... to talk about. Just uh, Ryan, who, in terms of the top three or four teams in the league, Ryan's definitely number one uh, out of uh, basically everybody. He played Yash this week. Um, Yash will be the recipient of what Brian's about to talk about. But I mean, Ryan just has incredible fantasy assets with Justin Jefferson, Jamar Chase, Jamar Chase, Austin Eckler, um, Jonathan Taylor. Darren Waller. So, I mean, he's, he's pretty much set. Uh, whereas Yash is, Yash has a pretty, Yash has a pretty solid team. He just needs a couple more pieces to really compete, but Yash lost 190 to 148. Yeah. My favorite part about this matchup was Ryan's group me message to Easton when Easton was <laughs> just talking about how he won and that he's so impressed. He is that Ryan commented, my back, if I played every single one of my backups, I still would have won. It beat you. It was Easy. it was it was devastating to hear that. He Easton needed it. He needed it. It's all right though. All right. We'll go into that concludes our matchups for this week. Uh, it was a fun week. It was an interesting week. You know, you live throughout the off season and you're making all these changes and trades and whatnot with just dreams dreams in your heart. Uh, you're everything's just fire around. You're excited, uh, and then you go through the very first week, and half your guys don't score a single point. And that's a whole lot of fun, and it's devastating. But first week's down. It was a lot of fun, like nonetheless, just to be able to watch football on TV again and have the camaraderie with the with the league and just go through the group meet. But uh, first week's down, and uh, now we'll just kind of summarize some trades that happened within the like. This is just the first episode. We'll just go like a, a week deep run. And we'll let's just go ahead and start with your absolute blockbuster that you just I'm assuming it went through, right? Yes. Uh, so how our league works is that you need either uh, seven approves or six vetoes, depending because we have 12 people in the league. So it looks like it's going to be approved. So I've been considering this option for a while. I was just trying to figure out if I wanted to go the full rebuild, because as I had talked about earlier, Hey, Christian McCaffrey, Dublin Cook, and Alvin Kamara, they're all on the older side of things. And I don't think I could have really competed with uh, Ryan. And if I did, I would only have to do it for a year and then probably just be rebuilding for the next two to three years, no matter what, especially if they got hurt. And so I decided to capitalize on the, the health of these players. And so I've decided to trade all three plus Jerry Herbert in one trade. 
And originally, I when I decided to trade these players, I went out to get six first rounds or six, six developmentals or a combination, which I didn't get that. But I was able to get three developmentals, uh, four second rounds, four thirds, um, $200, Calvin Ridley, Kenneth Walker, James Cook, and Isaiah Likely. Um, and so I kind of took that as Calvin Ridley was probably worth the first round and same thing with Kenneth Walker and then all the second and third. So it's actually more than what I could have asked for or expected, but it's also me turning in the uh, new card and throwing in the towel of rebuilding. So first time I actually had to rebuild, so we'll see where it takes me. It's a dark place, Brian. It really is. Uh, but, I, again, I still can't believe you got as much as you did, it, let alone adding uh, Kenneth Walker on top of that, who, well, I mean, what was he? He was, like, the number two or three uh, ranked running back. I mean, it was, a, it was kind of a weak class last year, but Kenneth Walker is still good. I mean, he's he's still a really good athlete. I mean, he was picked number three in this year's rookie draft for us. Yes. I mean, and for those listening, the first overall pick, generally speaking, I mean – it can kind of fluctuate with how good it is considering we have the, the dev pick that we do every year. Uh, and it can kind of, it can kind of take away some, some key players that otherwise would have gone. Uh, however, this year we had a lot of misses, I would say. So, I mean, you still had Drake London that was still available, Kenneth Walker. So you still have a lot of really good players. So, I mean, yeah, he's, he's nothing to scoff at. So getting him on top of having freaking two uh, 23 uh, dev Dev draft picks is insane. I I think they're worth it, Brian. Like obvious. Like obviously, I think you won. I, I don't. I, I don't like to think about trades with uh, someone lost and someone won, but I definitely think you won. Especially as I kind of alluded to earlier with declining assets, with CMC being like twenty six this year. I think he's worth it to Yash. I think he'll have you know another two or three good years, especially being injured two years, a lot of tread left on his tires, but. With Kamara potentially not even playing next year with the legal stuff he's going through, and then Dalvin Cook getting hurt every year, and he's also 27, uh, you did a really good job. You did a really good job getting assets to be able to rebuild. Yeah, so I, I'm very interested in the fact of how I'm going to turn these assets into actual players that will be assets later on. That's going to uh, be the trick. You think you're gonna, do you think you're going to hold? Or a trade? Because I mean, you're only, you're essentially waiting for. Uh, it was a twenty. Wait, it was a twenty two twenty four devs, right? So it's two twenty threes and a twenty five dev. Who, who are you getting for your twenty three devs? Like, what do you mean? Or like, who I got this last year? Yeah, like, well, I thought we already had the twenty three dev draft. Well, it's twenty twenty two. Oh, I'm an idiot. You're right. Okay. Yeah, I mean, yeah. So like in twenty twenty four. You're gonna have a pretty salty team. I mean, without on being a bunch of rookies, it's it's two years, which kind of sucks. But yeah, it's uh, I do have uh, Marvin Harrison Jr. who actually uh, scored 180 or had 180 yards and three touchdowns last week, I believe, maybe two touchdowns. Yeah. He went off. That that. And and then Mecca yes. Buka, who did really good against uh, Notre Dame the year before mm-hmm. or the week before. You'll you'll be doing you'll be just fine. And you, you might, like I said, you might have like a year or two of not necessarily competing, competing, but your your team, you're going to have a really good young core. I I like the trade a lot for you, Brian. I like the trade for Yash, too, in terms of what he needed to be competitive. I mean, yeah, Yash has put himself as the number one or number two with Ryan now. 
I, I think so too. He's put himself in incredible contention, especially having, you know, Michael Pittman, Justin Herbert, those three incredible running backs that he just picked up that are just, that are elite. Who's his, uh, who's his tight end, you know? His tight end is, uh, oh, um, Don Schultz and, Dalton Schultz is – I mean, Gerald Everett just decided to come alive last week. But, I mean, Dalton Schultz is fine. I mean, that's a very serviceable tight end. That's going to get you points every week. Well, maybe not now with Cooper Rush being the starter. But well, but by the time playoffs come, Stack will be back. Yeah, he'll be he'll be fine. But uh, great trade for you, Brian. Uh, I wish you – like everybody at home who's listening, I'm sure there's tons of you. All of the the comments that went off in our group meeting whenever it popped up, I still haven't seen Yash respond yet to anything. And everybody was just absolutely blown away by the amount of picks. I mean, me and I was texting Caden kind of at the same time, Brian, and he was just like, "Whole like how? How how did this even? How did he bring this up? How did it get this accepted? How did it go through?" And I think that's everyone's initial response, just when you see a ton of picks fly on the screen. Yeah, whenever it's just there like was... pick confetti. <laughs> yeah, whenever there is, uh, let's see how many it was that one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven picks total. It, yeah, it was just it filled the whole screen up on your phone whenever you whenever you pulled it up. What did you call it? Did you like to name the trades? What did you call this I, one? I called it the Brian's rebuild. Nothing crazy. Yeah. I had some better ones, but that it just seemed fitting for this one. I I liked it. I mean, it is. It's you turning the kind of. Folding the cards, putting them in, and just uh, just saying, you know what, this is where I turn it around. But it was smart. Like all things considered, you'd rather, you'd definitely rather not be holding on to the old running backs, you know, earlier on than, than later, and being stuck with them and not being able to get anything. So awesome, dude! Yeah, and incredible. I'm interested to see what Josh says to their the comments. Nothing's been negative towards Josh. It's just been like, just in awesome. Mind blowing. He is yes. actually driving to uh, from Dallas. To Oklahoma City, and that's why he's not responding. Oh, is that how you traded with him? He didn't have his mind fully on it, so he was <laughs> actually he pulled over on the side of the road to think about this trade. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's awesome! <laughs> All I know is he texts me, "I hold on, I'm driving," and then like ten minutes later, he says, "I think I'll do it. Let me think." And then you about. Know- Hour about an hour later, he said, "I'm fully committed. How can I get this uh, this done?" That's insane. You know, he was just tormented on the inside, driving back uh, from Dallas. Like this is all he could think about. He had to pull over that many times. I love it, man. I love it. This is why I love fantasy. Is this is just fun? Uh, next trade that we have on the that, that I see, Brian. I'm gonna read it off on Yahoo. You know what the trades are? Like if I if I kind of read them off with the picks yes, are. I'll be able to find it or get it. Okay. Uh, the next one's me. Uh, I had to trade with Jason. Uh, I traded away Aaron Rodgers for Gabe Davis and then I believe a 25 first, and it was Jason's yeah, 25 first. Yeah, you did acquire a 25 first, and, okay, cool. uh, which was a good trade. I mean, Jason's trying to, uh, trying to make the playoffs this year, so that's, that's his goal is to mm-hmm. make playoffs, and that's what he's trying to do. I think so, too. I bought into the Gabe Davis hype because I literally made this trade while the uh, Buffalo Bills were playing. And uh, I have three other quarterbacks on my team. I mean, one's Dak, which kind of sucked because Dak got hurt after this trade. Uh, the other two, Trevor Lawrence, Justin Fields. So two young guys that still have a lot to prove. But I was I was going to try to shop around Rodgers anyways. I was just going to try to get a first. That was in my mind for him. Uh, and then I started talking with Jason 
and he he was willing to make it work. A 25 first is out there, but it's still first. I got Gabe Davis, so we'll see what happens to him throughout the year. Yeah, it's all about uh, gaining assets. I think you have the best assets and the best value, but hurts you for this year, but definitely helps you uh, later on. Yeah, I made that trade in part because of this next one. Uh, would you mind reading off the trade I did with Chris? Yeah, so, Jake, you actually received uh, Chris's 2023 first, 2024 first, Caden's 2025 first, and 2025 developmental, and Devontae Smith. And all you had to give away was DeAndre Swift, Jake's 2024 third, and Yasha's 2025 second. Man, don't say just. I understand, like, that is, that's a haul. It 100% is. But I was this close to buying a DeAndre Swift jersey because I love this guy so much. I he say is... just in the fact that <laughs> I did not think he was – I guess he is. I mean, he's young. Like, he's a good He's a good player. Like, like he, I think so. Yes. He's good. Like, did, I, he, did he overpay? The answer is yes, just being honest. But Chris has, a, just, very, Chris has a very good team. And he, he needed an incredible running back to essentially push him over the edge. And I think it did. It, it, it's got him top, again, the top three, four, five teams that are in this league. He paid for it. because, And that's he only paid for it solely because he knows how much I love DeAndre Swift. If it was another owner that had him and just viewed him as an asset, he probably could have gotten a little cheaper. But, man, uh, Chris, if for some reason you're listening to this, uh, I love you. Thank you. Hey, this is the only way that Swift was going to go away from my team. And this kind of transitioned me from – I definitely didn't think I was top the top four or five teams. I thought I might be able to squeak into the playoffs and get lucky. But after trading Swift away, it was just a – I'm – you, yeah, what did you, you say it was an identity crisis, Brian? Is that right? When yes, I was texting uh, that, yes, that was an identity crisis for both of us this last week because these were the only three trades that happened this last week, but they were mm-hmm. definitely just mind-blowing in each other own way. We both said rebuild and the top – Keeps get, keeps getting stronger. Yeah, I think that's going to be something that, if you look at this league, it is pretty top heavy, just entirely. And then the bottom half is just kind of sad. Uh, I've been in that bottom half for three years now, and it is kind of sad. Uh, but you know what? You got to keep scraping away, keep moving forward. But it's fun. Hey, you're, it's you're still in, fun. Uh, you're in sixth place right now. You got the win. Uh, I think I was the lowest score to yes, win a game. You, win a you game were, this week. But that's I okay. that. You still got the win. I dub still a dub, right? <laughs> you you had the seventh highest score of the week. Basically, the top six. Uh, the top six won besides Yash. He was the yeah. six. He was yeah. the. So. It, it does I feel mean, good to get a win after years of losing all the time. It it does feel good, but. Uh, this was this was fun, Brian. Thanks for joining me. Uh, I'm hoping we can continue to get some trades throughout the throughout the next week and the weeks to come. I'm interested to see if anything's really made between the guys on top to see if they're just going to kind of lock in their rosters and it's just going to be the the low level guys down below just absolutely moving people left and right like we typically do. So yeah, I'm kind, I mean, I'm that, kind of go ahead. I'm kind of interested because I uh, got a couple players I need to trade down. I know you. Older guys. Yeah, I, I'm interested to see uh, what Yash does with Leonard Fournette, old Lenny, now that he's got three absolute studs on his team, to see if he tries to trade him away. Or, I mean, whoever he's going to go to is going to go to a, a, a playoff team. So he might just try to hold on to him so people don't do that. But 
that's kind of the, the joy of dynasty. You don't want to just hold on to assets because you also are worried about your team for next year and, and building the best possible team you can with all the assets you can get. So it's fun. I love it, man. I'm super glad that you started this league, worked with your brother and whatnot. I've, I've had a blast with it. Yeah, it's been great. I've been very pleased with the participation for sure. Uh, well, this is awesome. Well, thanks for hopping on. Um, hopefully, we'll see how terrible my editing skills are and see how long it takes me to get something like this posted. But this is a lot of yeah, fun, Brian. Thank- hey, it's a good first one. <laughs> I, I think so, too. Uh, I appreciate you probably not realizing I was serious when I brought up this idea. Hey, I, actually like I, I, I accepted it. I accepted the challenge. You did. I, I saw your shirt or whatever you said to it. I just did. Oh, God, dude, please don't. Please didn't actually do this, but I couldn't help myself. I just had to give it a try. So we'll see if we can make this a Tuesday thing or just how it works. It's about 45 minutes from what I'm seeing here, but it's going to be a lot shorter, probably closer to 25, 30, since we described what our league was like. Yeah. So, I yeah, said, I think I think we should have a special uh, special topic each week besides that. Maybe uh, maybe we can do that in the, uh, at some point, but like specific things like going back in time looking at the or different drafts. I would love that. Let's uh, yeah, let's just let's just text each other and see if we can have a little topic come up. At some point, I'd like to just shoot the link to someone in the league and have them join. Uh, that way, they can talk about their matchup and how they're doing and what their strategies are. Oh, I think that would be great. Going throughout it, I think that'd be fun. And then if we get to know the guys a little bit better, you know, like even more so in the league. Uh, yeah. Hopefully, we'll have more crap talk next time. The trades were pretty much just me and Brian. <laughs> this past week but you know what that'll probably be a theme for me because i had like 11 trades this off season i was i was pumping them out so uh thank you to anybody who actually listened this is a lot of fun uh hopefully you stay along for the rest of the year and we'll see if logan gets second place for the fourth year in a row yep love to see it all right uh, all right see you next later week. brian take care buddy